Good morning, it's Friday, June 8th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Syrians open fire on UN monitors. Approval rating for justices hits just 44% in a new poll, and Portuguese answer austerity with shrugs. In this morning's national headlines, nine swing states are the main focus of an ad blitz. Ex-aide to Senator pleads guilty in lobbying scheme, and wheel thieves use technology to revive old-school crime. In this morning's financial headlines, no clear sign of new action from Bernanke. China cuts interest rates as its economy slows, and Spain's vicious circle of risky bond sales to save banks. There will be more business stories, more national and international news as well, the latest from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Antakya, Turkey, by Neil Mafarquhar and Rick Gladstone, entitled Syrians Open Fire on UN Monitors. The Syria conflict escalated to a dangerous new precipice Thursday when government troops and their civilian supporters blocked unarmed United Nations monitors from investigating a massacre of farm families, prompting harsh denunciations of Damascus from diplomats who have struggled vainly to find a workable consensus solution to the crisis. The monitors were thwarted from traveling to the tiny farming hamlet of Kuber, just west of Hama, to check what activists say was the slaying of as many as 78 people, half of them women and children who were shot, garroted, and in some cases burned alive. The monitors themselves were fired upon, United Nations officials said. The standoff at a government checkpoint seemed to symbolize the international paralysis over how to stem the bloodshed. It would be the fourth massacre in two weeks and suggested that the Syrian conflict was spiraling, seemingly daily, toward a sectarian civil war, putting a government dominated by the Alawite sect against members of a Sunni Muslim majority feeling like they're being slaughtered with no consequence. The Kuber victims were all thought to be Sunnis. The massacre and the government's attempt to thwart the monitors from investigating it came as Kofi Annan, the special envoy from the United Nations and the Arab League, addressed both the General Assembly and the Security Council in an effort to salvage his six-point peace plan from irrelevance. He warned that the already terrible violence would only increase without concerted international pressure by key international powers and Syria's neighbors. If things do not change, the future is likely to be one of brutal repression, massacres, sectarian violence, and even all-out civil war. All Syrians will lose, Annan told the General Assembly while blaming both sides for the intensification. Annan said that since his visit to Damascus last week, and despite promises from President Bashar al-Assad to respect the peace plan, which includes a ceasefire, there had been more violence throughout Syria with worse shelling of cities. The government-backed militia seemed to have free reign with appalling consequences, he said. Armed opposition elements had intensified their attacks as well, he said. United Nations monitors stationed across the country, including the hotspots of Derir Izur, Idlib, Homs, and Hama, as well as Aleppo, Syria's biggest city, have all reported increased shelling and firing. You see a more than serious uptick in violence in all the places where we are, 
said Jean-Marie Guanheno, a senior deputy to Annan, 